0: Today's um, topic of the meeting in this now is um, balance and familiarizing with the unknown. What is a balance? It's when you meet a friend and and you ask them how are you and they say I'm good, I'm good. So it means that there there is a balance there is a the usual let's say normal uh, a usual normal way of being when there are no particular aches and pains or psychological difficulties mental emotional difficulties so people usually say that they're good And that means that they're in a stable and uh, balanced um, state of being. You would be so surprised the complexity of your physical body and your energetic fields to sustain this, balanced way of being every moment there is a great and vast amount of uh, complex energy fields working together to produce this current experience and very simply put you have um, seven energy centers uh, the key ones in your body and uh, people have uh, really focused on one particular one which is the mind's eye the third eye and that's where the focus attention comes and uh, people place very importance on, on this particular energy center, which is this is why it's so stuck much here. The energy of the eye and, and the mental capacity, because people use, they have a certain value in the in the intellectual and mental understanding. So actually, the 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 mental center. Um, The third eye has many functions, but one of the functions is is this mental center, and uh, it's overly stressed, obviously, overly stressed because uh, um, there is so much value and uh, so much attention is placed there. However, um, the heart and uh, the belly and other other energy centers are less valued, and um, in reality, there needs to be a balance between everything. And your body, with these energy centers, these energy centers are like strings of guitar. So if you keep the sixth string too tensed, well, the music is not going to be very nice, isn't it? If you have guitar strings and some of them too loose and the other ones are too tensed, well, that's the music that everybody's playing. (laughs) That's the usual song, how it goes. So energetically from the reality perspective and from the energetic perspective the average human beings are very unbalanced there is a great degree of what i call distortions there are great degrees of distortions in every average human being and uh, if, if I, I i'm sure there are already some scientific devices that can take some pictures of energy fields and um, there's already technology for taking pictures of aura and chakras and um, some more advanced devices can measure the brain wave frequency and so forth so there's already technology coming to actually show that, that there is a great distortion in the average human being and um, i can see that even visually with my uh, third eye spiritual eye and uh, it's it's not a not a pretty image it's not a pretty image you know and and um, so every person has a certain field of distortions, a certain amount of distortions and people have invented uh, names for them. So they call it stress, you know, when your shoulders are very tensed and your neck is very stiff, you know, that's called a stress. Uh, People have invented words like um, anger um, for some fiery energy which they can't control and they speak something they don't even want to say <laughs> so that's generally what is anger uh, people invented the word uh, sadness when there is a deep pressure in the heart and even they invented the word uh, depression um, depression means a deep pressure when, it, when the pressure becomes so deep, that's called depression. You know, that, that you can't kind of get out of it in a, such a deeply um, distorted place. So people have invented uh, simplifications for these distortions. And um, that's generally called emotions and, and, and so forth. But uh, there's a much bigger complexity behind that. So now we have examined the uh, a little bit about distortions. Yes, about distortions or disbalances. Now let's examine about balance and about what is natural. So for example, I can ask everyone you a question do you know what is happiness and you will say yes of course I know what is happiness I have experienced happiness before and you will say that um, uh, when you're happy I think is good you know there's no problem and um, how does it how does the happiness feel it feels great it feels amazing It feels like every cell of your body is in the right place and every cell is so happy in your in your body your mind is not an issue your emotions are not an issue or your everything is so open and so joyous and so vibrant and uh, it feels like everything is in absolutely perfect place and in a perfect way and that's called happiness So happiness is very important because it is absolutely natural to every one of you. To every human being, happiness is natural. So my question is the the following. So why does everyone f- is focusing so much on the things of unhappiness? Now take a few moments to to, to sink into this question. Why everyone is focusing on the things on, of unhappiness? Why is the media focusing on unhappiness? You know, just turn on television. Why there are so many songs on the radio about sadness and breakups and anxiety and fear. Why in none of the educational systems, nothing is spoken about happiness? Um, how about the governments, do they promote happiness? Um, economical system, is it designed um, for the desire and profit or for happiness? Um, how about Christianity, for example, is it focusing on happiness? No, it's it's focusing on other topics. Um, Islam as well it's not so much based on happiness and uh, Buddhism, oh yeah, now that's that's where they they do have some good content about the nature of happiness Yes, there are quite a lot of books about that and um, Hinduism Mm, Depends depends. Yes, they they focus on everything. Yeah, they have so much so and and happiness actually it's absolutely normal and natural to every human being and how come the whole world is focusing on unhappiness on the things of of unhappiness and i will tell you why it's a simple question simple answer so Let's say that you are in an in a neutral state, that I think is kind of good. Uh, not in a happy state, but let's say normal state. You know, the normal state for humans is not a happy state. That's a very good question, what is a normal state? So the normal state is kind of, I am kind of bearing finely what's happening. I'm kind of stable, you know, and, and I can bear everything what's going on. And there are no any major problems, but I'm not happy either. So that's called the normal state, generally for people. Very weird, you know, very strange what they call normal. So, anyways, um, you know, when people when people are in their um, not happy and not unhappy state of normal normality, um, you know, what happens is that let's say now that a certain pain comes up in your body so let's say suddenly your your belly has a pain or or there is a pain in the knee or you know any other part of the body and what happens instinctually is that your attention immediately goes to that area of pain yes so you will say that is that is normal And that is instinctual and this is why instinctually over thousands of years people have created states of unhappiness because there is always a problem to be focused on and what happens when you focus on the problem you give your energy to the problem your Your perception narrows down to the problem. Your reality becomes the problem and you're stuck in the problem. And where is the solution? The solution is not in the problem. The solution is in the higher state of being. The solution is to focus not on the problem. The solution is to focus on the healthy state and enhancing the healthy state the solution of depression is not to focus on depression, on sadness and anger, is to focus on happiness, on a higher vibrational, higher state of being. And if you enhance your happiness, you will never worry about sadness. But if you focus, if you have sadness and you're focusing on sadness, well, you're gonna get, guess what, more sadness and you're going to start thinking more about sadness and you're going to start reflecting other situations about sadness. You're going to start watching some movies because you'll start to resonate with sadness. You're going to watch some sad movies. You get the point? The resonance, it works. The resonance, it works. So since the resonance works simply in a resonant way, what you focus on becomes your reality and people have no education at all about resonance and focus and this is why it's it's one of the major reasons why there is so many problems in this world because people are constantly circling and resonating with problems they're not resonating with happiness People are not resonating with bliss, with freedom, happiness. And if you're not resonating with happiness, then what are you resonating with? That's a very valid question. It's a very scientific question. What are you resonating with? So, so then people say, I want happiness, but you're not resonating with happiness. So how can you get that? So happiness becomes a dream. It becomes a continuous future desire. So you're resonating with desire of the future, not with happiness. So there becomes a very big disconnection between the heart, the mind, psychology, and the actual energy. And this is why there are so many distortions in every single human being because they don't know the laws of physics. They don't know how they work. You don't know how your attention works, how your focus works, how your heart works. You don't know how your, you know, your different parts of your body work, how your energy field is working. Your energy field is, is so important much more important than your beautiful hair and, and, you know, your nice clothes. Your energy field is one million times more important. Or your new handbag or a new car. (laughs) That is a, a result of manifestation. That is just called manifestation, the end result. But your energy field is a million times more important. Then your physical appearance, because the physical appearance is created from the energy field. So thus people have no clue what, how manifestation works, how things are manifested in reality. So people start becoming illusional, delusional, and they have desires and dreams that don't work. Yeah, so there's a big gap between reality and how people are living their lives in a distorted way yes so the the good thing though the very good thing is that reality is amazing <laughs> the real reality is amazing the real universe actually supports you 1 million percent It supports you so much that it even allows you to experience your manifested distortions. It says yes you want that go for it I will give you more of it but that's another topic. But the universe, the real universe and the real reality is amazing because the way it works is so intelligent and it's so harmonious. And it's so self-healing and so self-regulating that none of the human limited intellectual understanding will ever be able to grasp it fully, all the laws of the universe, intelligence, harmony, creation. This is how the planets are created, the solar systems, the galaxies, you know, this is how even the plant life is so intelligently created. The animal forms, even the human form, is very intelligently created. You know, your biological body is, is so complex that the scientists will never really figure it out because it's multi dimensional. It's multi dimensional. You have emotions which are not physical, you have thoughts which are not physical. How can you put science to that? Well maybe one day. So the good news is that the universe reality is amazing and it's so intelligent beyond any single person, any single country, any single planet or any single galaxy. It governs everything in harmony. Yes, and that's called the Universal Consciousness, the Quantum Consciousness or Quantum Field and so forth. Now, now there are some names for it. So it's a self-governing organism and um, to explain you very realistically I can give you an analogy. If you hurt yourself, you know, let's say you 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 cut your finger or something like that, well, your self-regulating, self-harmonizing body will heal it. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So it's a sign that there is intelligence of self-regulation and self-healing and uh, people still haven't uh, realized that uh, most of the pills, you know, and the pharmaceutical pills, they don't really help. They truly lack intelligence of the natural self-regulation, natural self-healing. What we call hospitals are the severe manifestations of distortions only when something really goes wrong then you go to a hospital and that is so ridiculous you should actually every day go to a self-healing well that's the future yes but I can tell you a few more details that in the future there will be a technology that you will simply be able to lay down or just uh, put the device next to you and it will rebalance your emotional mental psychological state and your energy field it will bring it back into absolute perfect balance and that way you probably will never ever need a hospital because if you can Keep yourself in a self-regulating self-healing state every single day then why would you need a hospital at all? Maybe when there is a physical accident you know you have a car accident or this or that you know then it's for the severe injuries but otherwise 90% of the current diseases are energetic diseases which have been not Managed energetically and thus they have manifested as diseases. Disease, disease. Yes, that's what it is. 90% of hospital patients are diseaseful, uneaseful, disbalanced. So the future. Now this knowledge is coming more and more public What I'm, I'm speaking now. There are now devices, yes, and we are researching these technologies and devices that would enhance your well-being, that would enhance all your mental, psychological, energetic systems. Even your thoughts can be harmonized with certain technology that uh, you wouldn't have stressful thoughts, that you wouldn't manifest uh, anxieties and, and, and so forth. So um, in the next five, 10, 20 years, these technologies will become more and more popular because they're the actual way. Yes, and, and I can see the Kesha Foundation, thank you, Manvir, and we know about them very well and Kesha Foundation is one of one of the companies producing these technologies and uh, I would highly suggest you to, to, to to check it out and there are many more now being developed that will bring you into a balanced state mentally emotionally physically energetically it's all connected it's all connected So pills are, in my view, a barbarian way of healing. In my view, hospital is a barbarian place. It's only necessary when you actually physically damage your physical body, then you go to hospital. Otherwise, um, energy work should do all the rest. 90% of problems should be removed like that. So balance is... is, um, It's a very complex subject but what you need to know in very simple ways it's that your body is a self-regulating self-healing self-balancing organism and a simple example you cut your finger it heals by itself yes that's what happened you feel bad what do you want to do you want to feel good it's a self-regulation Yes? So it means that naturally you are designed to be self-regulating, self-balancing, self-healing. This is a natural design of the human being and that was the name of Adam and Eve until certain problem came with that lizard, with a snake. That's another story. So um, essentially your blueprint is a self-regulating, self-healing, self-balancing, self-loving as well. You want to be loved, you want to feel love. you want to be happy, you want to feel happiness. It's natural because you're designed to be loved, to feel love and to love someone. You're designed to be happy. This is the original design, how you were made, how humanity was made. Good to know that. (laughs) Yes. And the universe itself is also designed in the same extremely intelligent way of self-regulation, self-healing, self-preservation, self-love. So the universe has that capacity and that uh, intelligence to do that. So this is this is the highest level of understanding of what is balance. What is balance? So as the whole universe functions, so do you function in the same way. You just didn't realize that before. Yeah. So you, it's reality is amazing. This body is amazing. You are amazing. Why are you focusing on the problems all the time? learn how to use the tool of your focus learn how to be free learn how to become happy again and uh, this this topic of uh, focus um, it's one of the most powerful tools that you have and uh, we have many videos about uh, focus and attention so you can go on YouTube and check them out there's a whole playlist of, uh, specifically about focus and attention. And um, now let's discuss a little bit about the becoming familiar with uh, the unknown. What is unknown? Nothing spooky, first of all. Nothing scary. No, it's not fear. Unknown is not fear. No, it can come with fear. The fear can come, you know, but unknownness is not fear. It's not spookiness. Unknownness is something which is not yet known. Simple as that. But children are not in fear and anxiety that they don't know how to live. Children are naturally very curious and wondrous. Yes? And that's why they're also so happy, because they have a natural curiosity, a natural sense of wonder. And what happened to the adults? You know where is the curiosity of the average, you know adult? It's the boring, mundane. And that is a problem because the curiosity and wonder was killed but life is curious every moment is wondrous every moment is nobody has figured out what is this present moment because this present moment is the intelligence of the whole universe god itself himself herself itself consciousness it has no gender action So every moment is God, is consciousness, is universe. And people live in boredom, every moment. You know, there is a big gap between the reality of now and how people have dumbed down themselves. Reality is amazing, but people are not living in reality they're living in self-suppression self-ignorance self self, well it's called death what what means death means lack of life Mm -hmm. so the average human being is quite dead totally disconnected from life from the way, the beautiful way that things are. And it's not a heaven that you need to go to when you die. The heaven is right here. The heaven is literally here, right here. And it is open, accessible, available. Jesus also said that the heaven is within. It's not only within, it's also here. But, you know, he didn't explain that, you know, people are not living in heaven, but the planet is heaven, the universe is heaven, the heaven is, can be experienced, yes, and it's right here. And nowadays, there is this movement, uh, bringing heaven on earth, (laughs) yes, well. It's already here in a way. But uh, humanity is, is living not in heaven, not, not inside in heaven. Although heaven is already here. Yes. Okay, so unknownness. Yes, unknownness. Unknownness is something that is not yet known. Children love it. They love it because they're curious, because they have wonder, they don't know anything, they want to know everything. That's what children do. And adults, I know it all, I'm bored, I'm kind of dead. (laughs) This is the average human adult being. So, unknownness actually is extremely needed. It's extremely needed, and you really have to crack your head open to start embracing unknownness in every present moment every human being needs to learn how to embrace unknownness and how to remove anxiety of unknownness unknownness is aliveness it's happening right now you know I have no clue how this is happening but somehow my awareness is seeing how this is happening. So this is why I can explain you. But this is not something that I read in the books and it's not something that somebody explained it to me. It's because I see it with my awareness, through consciousness, as consciousness. So this is why I can at least start to explain you that this reality is so beautiful and amazing. and. I'm not holding the knowledge in my mind, because that would be old, and that would be dead, and that would be boring. Yes, yeah? so I'm. I'm speaking from a fresh place, from this place, from here, from now, of how it is experienced here and now. So, unknownness should be absolutely embraced because it's a wonder of life, of every moment. You know, one quality that I have is learning every single second. And my awareness is, is, is seeing learning is also a concept because essentially, I'm not even learning i'm experiencing every single moment freshly and if we kind of slow that down into a mental understanding that you may say that i'm learning but i'm not learning i'm living in an ever new fresh way So, learning is another concept. So, unknownness should be embraced. It's a wonder of living, it's a freshness of life, it's a liveness of experience, it's the radiance of consciousness in itself. And if your mind has not compartmentalized and labeled these experiences and stacked them as I know what this is about and I know what's going on, then it means that you have a chance to become fully self-realized. Yeah, so you, you need to keep these gaps of unknownness. They're very healthy for you and that's where something new and fresh can come in. So essentially, unknownness is very positive. And the things like spookiness and fear, anxiety, it's it's already mentally created. These are the results of the unhealthy state of being. Because the mind actually wants to learn. The mind loves to learn. Your brain is designed to enjoy the stimulation of every moment, sensory and extrasensory and awareness consciousness experience. Your mind feels happy when it learns a lot of exciting things. And your brain feels happy when it's continuously stimulated because your brain is alive, it's a highly complex quantum computer, your brain. Um, So your brain also enjoys stimulation, it enjoys new complexities, it enjoys growth, evolution, because once you stop using your brain and you say I know it all, your brain, what does it start to do? It starts to die because you're not using your brain anymore. Just like a muscle, if you don't use your muscle anymore, well it has no more use so this is why when people reach old age their brain is nearly dead because they never really used it they never exercised the muscle which is the brain so the brain enjoys learning the mind enjoys learning and unknownness is the greatest gift and uh, only the scientists who who state that uh, you know as soon as i find one thing i get 1000 more questions that's a healthy way. That's a brilliant way of science. And uh, um, um, you know, any higher consciousness person, whether a monk or priest or spiritual teacher or so forth, if they say that they're continuously learning, then they mean that it means that they actually know the way of existence. Because you know, I don't know everything. And nobody will know everything, ever. Only the universe itself knows everything. Yes, and even the universe itself can only know itself. So essentially only consciousness knows the universe and itself. And the way it is designed, that it's a continuous experience and evolution. That's the beauty of the design of the universe continuous experience, continuous evolution, continuous change and this is the purpose of why God consciousness created the universe. To experience, to learn something new, to enjoy the creation, to love itself, to love the creation. And what is evil? What is a what is Satan and evil and, you know, this and that and whatever, you know, terminology you use according to religion. It's that which is unnatural, which is not in alignment with the natural order, the natural way that the universe was designed and that God consciousness designed the whole thing. And that is called the evil. And it means error. So the evil is continuously creating errors. and uh, it, it's essentially like a virus in a computer system. you know it continuously uh, creates errors, you know and continuously interferes with the natural design. So that's the name of evil or Lucifer or Satan or whatever name you want to give it, or demon or what, what you know whatever really, because every religion has a different name on Maya and karma and all these concepts simply mean error simple as that it's an error and it doesn't function with a natural way that's what it is in a very very simple way to explain what that is so universe is amazing and we will come to learn more and more as a civilization how this universe functions, and the highest possible intelligence that the human civilization can achieve. What is that? AI? <laughs> no, not AI. Is it, is it um, the, the Stephen Hawkins and Einstein? No, neither, not, not these two guys. Nikola Tesla. Oh, he was very close. Yes. Now, Nikola Tesla. He was the guy who truly. You know what's the difference between Einstein and Nikola Tesla? Einstein was a theoretical physicist, <laughs> and Tesla was a practical, um, practical physicist. He made things happen he made things happen and he made so many things happen that the government had to confiscate and hide it from the rest of humanity because he did it so well that he wanted to provide free electricity for the whole world forever and of course that's not what the governments wanted to do so then they of course promoted einstein because he made some nice theories and, um, you know, it's going to take a few decades for everybody to figure out what he meant. <laughs> so nobody's in a rush and they can continue business as usual with Einstein. <laughs> of course, he was a very intelligent guy. He was very intelligent. Some of the theories are real and correct, but theories are theories and they need to be proved eventually and um, you know a few decades ahead you know these some of some of the theories started to be proven but nikola tesla was not a theorist he simply created from his intuitive consciousness capacity to make humanity a better place and i would say that nikola tesla was a thousand times bigger genius than than einstein was because he actually created technologies exactly with what he had in his mind. So that's that's a big difference there. So that is, that is a good example of the potential of human civilization. And the human civilization is not about creating a supercomputer, AI, that will uh, become more powerful than the human beings and, you know, enslave the rest of humanity and, you know, so it's not in computers, it's not in virtual reality It's not an artificial intelligence. That's not the real future for humanity. The real future for humanity is to realign with the way the universe already is. And that is the highest intelligence. Not to create artificial intelligences and robots. That is a kindergarten game. The real intelligence to realign with the way the universe is already. It's been here for 14 billion years. It's already intelligent and that is the way to further evolve, ascend and in about 500 years to 2000 years every human being will be enlightened, fully conscious it's going to take about 500 plus minus years. It depends on technologies very much, because it will be through assistance of technologies that everyone will become re-enlightened or simply realigned to the way that universe energy already is. So yes, we need to remove a lot of errors, to fix a lot of errors, to focus on happiness, to focus on realignment, to focus on knowing how your focus works and to start living the life with enjoyment, ease, intelligence and uh, co-creation of the new civilization. So that's that's the best path for, for humanity to go.